the particle sons. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Let's start the show. How you feeling today? I'm in here like swimwear, man. It's a Sunday, a fun day, the day the suns record. And uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. How about yourself, man? I don't like this flip-flop weather and this flip-flop weather got me feeling all types of ways and stuff, whatever. People around me just dropping like flies. They getting sick real quick. You know, it went from like almost feeling like 30-something yeah. to the next day dropping down to like <laughs> yeah, close to that's, that's negative. That's what it was, whatever. Minus digits. Yo, to the American folk and stuff out there, whatever, it was probably about like a good... 79, 80 degrees one good day. Yeah, yeah. And then that thing just took a sink into like the 50s and stuff for the following day. That was weird because it, it wasn't even like it was like a like a gradual thing. It was like like the very next day. Yeah, yeah. Because like I remember that day and stuff, whatever. Um, I think I went to work and stuff wearing like a little, little, little throwover. Right. And I went outside for lunch and stuff, whatever. When I went outside and stuff, whatever. I was rocking straight short sleeve like it was nothing. People looking at me like I was nuts. I'm like, no, I feel like that. They thought you was crazy? Yeah. And then like when I want to say probably like in like 7, 8 o'clock, I remember the sun's going down about like that time. Yeah. That bitch got frosty. And I was like, oh, I'm like, nah, let me me cover up and load up, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. It it was insane, man. Because like, like I said, I was literally like in... like sweat mode which is which was weird because i was like okay we're, we're in fall now so we kind of expect you know you know put away the t-shirts take out the hoodies and so yeah. forth like that right so i was fe- i was feeling that mode i was getting ready i was getting into that mode and then i got hit with the one hot day and it's like all right this is still t-shirt weather nah, right now because like let's see let's see this i'm saying like you put me on the game and stuff with her with the whole thing and when you were saying that about putting on the game with the Pertain to the, I think the, the weather, and everything moving kind of back and stuff with late distance and everything and stuff whatever. That's what it was to me. So when I was looking at everything, I'm like, okay, it only makes sense that things are gonna be like this for now. Like where, where the weather, everything's gonna get pushed. So if we're right. expecting an earlier spring, that's right. not happening anymore. No, no, right? Yeah. So if we're expecting an earlier fall, that's not gonna happen anymore and stuff. Whatever fall is gonna be kind of kicking in a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm making peace with and stuff. So that's when I got the thirty and stuff. Without yeah, I was, I was counting my blessings. I'm all for it. It was crazy. I'll tell you that much. I was like, uh, hey, this is not the typical weather that I'm getting and I'm used to. So, you know what? Uh, sweater, you can be put down for at least one more day. And it was really one more day because I picked that bitch back up real quick. Yeah, we still in sweater weather. We still in that sweater weather. Right. But you're okay, though. You're not You're not any less less for you or know, wear for tear. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. Because I know you. I know you You you, you come up here with a... <coughs> like you're half dying or something. Because I, I think my black ass don't sleep enough. That's that's always my, my issue and stuff. I'm a night out. The lack of sleep? I'm a night out. I'm a night out too, that. man. I, I, I get it. 100%. I get it. I'm a night out. That's that's what always cramps my style in my immune system. Yeah. One day in the near future and stuff, I start turning in and stuff early. Mm. But that's it. But I don't know. I think either I got FOMO or something like that, whatever. Because I'd be like... If I say I'm about to lay down, it's about to be like 9, 10 o'clock. I'd be yeah. like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, my body was like, what are you doing? <sighs> but I'm like, as you get older and stuff, because I had a co-worker tell me, so we're, we're beatboxing one day, and the man's like, yo, 
if he's in bed before 10 o'clock, it's the sexiest feeling to him and stuff, whatever. I was like, word? Mm. So I always said that there's th- the three greatest feelings to a man. Yeah. When you eat and your gut's full. Yeah. When you take a nice shit. Yeah. And when you bust a nut. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he said, right. he said he said he said add the you fact gotta that add, some sleep, add some good sleep to that, add some good sleep to it. He's like, whoo, chase. You feel like a different type of person. Some good sleep to the total just 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 rounds out everything. Yeah, so, yeah, man. But you know what's funny though? Also, now that I'm older, I mean, it's not that I would say that I particularly go to my bed anytime earlier mm. because like I'll still be a night owl, I'll, you know. 11, 12 come around, you might catch me, you know, watching TV and so forth. And I got a bad habit. Like, sometimes I need, like, TV to fall asleep. Me too. I need TV. You need TV? Like, yeah, I got got that bad habit. But I tell you this much. I ain't out to the clubs hanging out past 2 o'clock. Those days for me is over. Oh, you tap out. Those days for me is over. Once 1 o'clock hits... And ain't nothing really too exciting happening. I'm ready to blow. You, you rubbing your eyes? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm out this yeah, bitch. Yeah, I, I realized that with myself and stuff from way back when. Because I want to say, illegally, I've been clubbing since I was 14. Yeah, yeah. In spots where they, you know, they had alcohol and everything. Of course, yeah, drink yeah. And everything, you know right, what I mean? You whatever, go to right? the one or two basement parties. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. not even, like a club club. I was club, like club. club club and okay. stuff, whatever. So then somebody told me and stuff. Like an older person told me that like, yo, at the time they're like, most people, when you start clubbing, you got a 10-year shelf life for clubbing. Mm, so yeah. my shit finished at 24. Right. I've been doing it since I was 14. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that and stuff. Like, come like 25 and stuff, whatever. I just want to be like in a, a good vibe, good space with good people. Yeah. That's, get, how, that's I how I am and stuff. Like that. So like when it goes to the club thing, once the music stuff starts to change a different type of pace. Yeah. Oh, I'm out. Well, I mean, I mean, and with my case, you got to think as well too, right? Like, You've been DJing. Yeah, I've been DJing from the age, I would want to say from the age of at least 17. So started partying from around the same age, around 14, Mm -hmm. right? DJing from like the age of 17. And by the time I hit, I want to say 19, 20, just coming out of college Mm -hmm. and not really having any work to do other than DJing, Mm -hmm. man, I, I was DJing maybe... Four, four days out of the week. Damn. So I really got myself full with the club and outing experience to the point where by the time I hit, you know, 30s. So hold on. You were DJing? I was like, ah. You were DJing when you were in high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was DJing when I was in high school. It just, how'd, how'd your like, parents like, take just, that, like, just the ending out of high school. How'd your parents take that? They didn't mind because it was still like it was like a weekend thing, you know what I mean? It was like I didn't really oh, start so, doing. Oh, so you only weekend? You only did like the Friday Saturday dance? Yeah, the, when you were the in high Friday school. Saturday dance. Oh, gotcha, it wasn't gotcha. until like I got out of high school and into into college and just really getting out of college, mm-hmm. not really having any work to go to the next day, but still DJing. Like, I mean, you know, I was a reggae DJ, so you know, reggae clubs is gangsters and bitches. Gangsters and bitches don't work. This is true. They they can club anytime they want. So <laughs> five days out of the out of a seven day week, you find me clubbing. You find me DJing. Mm, you know what I mean? When I'm not DJing, I'm out there supporting other DJs. So like a yeah, man, by the time I hit early 30s, mm. I was like, I had my fill. You know what I mean? And it was just really selective places that I'd be going to now just to be enjoying myself. But even with that being said, uh, you know, I'm like uh, <gasps> I'm 
might call it a night type of deal. I'm out. Deuces. And I slide off. Yeah. Um, let's get to some some shit, man. Let's get to the let's get to the fun. Let's get to life. Let's get to life. Uh, since talking about life, um, you know, R.I.P. to Louis Rankin. Yes, man. Yes, he died in a car crash. For those who don't know Louis Rankin, everybody should at least know Louis Rankin from um Shatas. Shatas. Um, I would say Ox, I would say belly, belly first. I would say Ox Belly. I I think that was probably one of the iconic characters mm-hmm. one of the standout characters you know out of that movie I mean there's 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 gonna be the people that you know you're gonna know you're gonna know the Nas's you're gonna know the DMX's you're gonna know the, the Method Man's right. outside of those people everybody was pretty much either new to the acting game or you know they, they weren't I wouldn't say big enough names, but they weren't big enough names that the average listener would know. If you were into hip hop, then you would probably you would probably know these names. Right. But Ox was just one of those characters that kind of took on a life of of his his own. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just just for that that raw Jamaican gangster image, the accent, and so forth like that. I just like that conversation with him and X. With the, him and X and stuff. In the, the conversation in the with house? him and X in the house. Yeah. He's like. Yeah, watch the soccer game in Jamaica. He's like, and X like, yo, Jamaica, Jamaica's very good. And I was like, yo, this thing X is wild. Yo, I think I think my favorite scene in Belly was is when they, they they came for him and he was he was inside his 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 mansion with the the, the, the AK forty seven. Look at the AK, you know. You want to rap with who? Bamba clap dang da da. Man, the man was serving niggas. Yo, he, he was, was you know what I mean? Him. That was it. And then and then and then Shatas came along. Yeah. And then you know what I mean. Biggs, I escort you. I try to escort me. Yeah. I mean, that line had niggas laughing because everybody was like, no, no, the word is extort. extort. The word's extort, extort, nigga. But you know what I mean? That was the whole thing about it. You know what I mean? That, and that was and it. Shot. Listen, a lot of people don't know he was a Grammy Award uh, Grammy Award reggae artist yeah, as well. Yeah, that's when you were telling me. So I'm like, really? I'm like, I didn't see that. Yeah, like, so, I mean, these are one of the things that he wasn't just iconic in in the hip hop circle, but even before that, just the the reggae dancehall scenes. He was just one. He was just like a fixture, you know. Yep, yep. And, and one of those musical artists that I would have to say successfully transcended into to film and television, right? Because again, I mean, we we I mean, we see that. We've seen that era from like hip hop and R and B artists, mm. but it wasn't something that we would see from like reggae artists. You understand? And he right. was just he was like one of the few that that actually did it. So I mean, and he was a big he was a I didn't know he was a, a big fan of Canada like that. Like when I when when well, the yeah, Raptors when, when, was going through the whole he was here man. championship series he was and here. he was doing the whole. We eat curry for fun. You know what I mean? Like, he was doing that whole thing and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I know he rocked with Toronto and stuff like that. But I was just thinking, yo, dude was coming in every now and then, popping in the sound. But it looked like, yo, this was like second home to him. It you know was. what I mean? I mean, what it was and why he, why he was alive until, you know, a car accident. Until the, yeah, I mean, and he was near, it wasn't even in the hood. He was up, like, near Barry and stuff like that. So yeah. you know you Canadian when you're, you're in that yeah, part. Yeah, you're going into those neck of the woods. Yeah, when you're in that neck of the woods. Yeah, man. So, R.I.P. to Louis Rankin. Yeah, man. R.I.P. to Louis Rankin. Oh, and R.I.P. to Diane Carroll, too, man. Yeah. See, Diane Carroll and stuff, whatever, too. The funny thing, too, is that I got, you know, let me tell you how I got hip to Diane Carroll. Yeah. I think it was a conversation and stuff, whatever, we're talking about um, 
I think Money Talks, the Chris, the Chris Tucker movie. Right, right, right. And right. somebody, somebody was mentioning this stuff because he said in the movie he said he's Diane Carroll's son and have Vic Damone's son, mm. whatever. Right. So I'm like, who's Diane Carroll stuff, whatever. So like, I think like back then, I think my OG was telling me and stuff, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, this lady, you know, she was doing some things and stuff, yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, and then when, yeah, I, when yeah. I start hearing some of the songs and everything like that, whatever, I was like, I know uh, these songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like the she was like the first black woman to get her own TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, the, 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 big ups to her, man. She broke a lot of barriers. She was you you'd have, you'd have seen the post like of her like back in yo, she was. Just popping. She popping back in the day, man. Yeah, she like that's what it is. You go picture this. You go into a nursing home right now. Yeah. Like I, I play. I, I see some older ladies and stuff, or some older patients and stuff, and they'll see you and you're like, they like give me a compliment. They're like, yo, you're a handsome dude. I'm like, appreciate it. Bless your heart. They're like, if you would have seen me in my prime, you'd be all <laughs> mine. Whatever. And I'd be like, for real. Show me a photo. You got a photo in your purse. Yeah. And when I see the photo, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, granny. man. Yeah, man. Okay, Granny. Yeah, you know, man. you might need KY. You might need a bucket of KY to get it popping, but, but I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you in your prime. But I mean, yeah, man. So I am not mad at that. I am not mad at that and stuff for them. So, like, you know, to all the older ones and stuff out there, I recommend everybody to at least have a convo with them and stuff and see where they're at and see what they used to do. Yeah. So no, you get, you 100%. Because I want to say the younger generation and stuff for them, they can't. Go as far from Google and whatever, they don't know nothing, right? No, no, they don't. So, yeah. Yo, there was this one clip going flying around. There was this, uh, it looked like a, uh, a, a, a black health worker working in an old age home. And she was there with this, this elderly white lady. And all the white lady kept saying was, You want to kiss my pussy? <laughs> yeah. It's like yo, she, she wildin'. But then, but then, exactly what you said. They were wild. I, I was like, I threw it back forty years ago. I was like saying, forty years ago, she probably was like, hot to trot. And motherfuckers was probably kissing her pussy. That's what I'm saying. Like I asked you, man. Yeah. If you were in a nursing home, what would be the name that the staff and the patients call you? Hmm. Hmm. My name's gonna be Vintage Chocolate. Vintage Chocolate? Vintage Chocolate. And if I have a hip replacement or I break something, then I'll be Broken Chocolate. You're gonna be Broken Chocolate. Because I'm gonna be all fucked up in the game, but I'm still gonna be the wild one. I think the only way I'll humble myself if I'm in a nursing home is if I have to rock the diapers. If I'm rocking pull ups, I'm all right. But if I gotta rock the diapers where, like, you know, they gotta put you, you know, hold like two feet together yeah. and wipe your ass, yeah. I think my dignity and stuff is like trying to pick up women's done. I, I think that'll be the only time. I'll allow somebody to call me daddy. When they wipe your ass? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. When I'm in the old age home, oh, when I be okay, being okay. me, then you know they will Hey, daddy, I was like, right. I've earned it at this point. <laughs> I've I've earned it at this point. You can call me daddy. Okay, okay, I feel that. Not mad at that. Um, on the next thing on the docket and stuff, whatever. Amber Geiger. For the folks that don't know who Amber Geiger is, check episode one, The Particle Sons, Mrs. Officer. She is her and her is she. Episode one. It's 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 funny how um 
come back full circle? I come back full circle because that was, I think that was like, was that in November we did that episode? Nah, it was October. It was October. It was October. So, so really come around full circle because here we are now in October. One hot year. And we're, we're, we're talking about this. And this goes to show you the, um, just the state of how long like cases and trials could take. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because here it is where we were discussing, you know, you know, the ins and outs of the, 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 the case, the details of it. And now everything is coming to fruition and to the point where there's a verdict. Mm-hmm. What you feel about the verdict? I was going to ask you that. Um, me personally, I'm not mad at it. You're not mad at it? I'm not mad at it. I think the only thing about the whole... With the whole court case thing and stuff, the verdict I'm okay with. Yeah, court case thing. Somebody was upset because you know there's a video footage of them leaked out that they're fixing her hair and everything like whatever. Right, but I'm right. Like, that's for TV. That so was like, because that was it's TV? public. Because it's public, they got to make sure everybody look 100, especially if it goes on court TV. Yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, I wasn't mad at that. What I was mad about, whatever, was um the key witness um Dawson Presser, the family of Joshua Brown's name is Joshua yes. Brown. Yes, like. It's just I just find that like he went to go testify and then ten days later he's gunned down and killed. R.I.P. to that brother. Cause I'm looking I'm like, yeah, it's a bit dodgy, mate. Yeah, that that it's I, a bit dodgy, yeah. Yeah, I'm still up in the air about how yeah, I, I how see, I really see, feel I, about I, that. I put, on my, put on my smooth hat on there. You put, you put your like, smooth hat on. I'm like, there, this is some conspiracy shit, right? But I'm like, I'm glad he got his point across. Oh, and salute to the. Hot Dragon Ball shirt he was wearing. If you're oh, a grown yeah, man, you watching anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yo, the man. He, I'm like, he came out there with a Dragon Ball. He shirt? He with a Dragon Ball shirt. So I was, I was like, yo, he was an anime man. So I wasn't mad at that, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I noticed a lot of cases where I guess when it comes to like a racial tension kind of thing with white cop, black person. Yeah. Um, I guess the black side is looking for like the book to be dropped heavier. Right, right. But ten years for murder, I can get. And, like, the way how I planned out the story before, like, I heard it and everything and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I feel like the 10 was justifiable enough. Whatever, right? Right. So, I'm okay and stuff with that. How you feel about the 10? Um, I think she should have got more. I think yeah? she. I think she should at least got. Uh, you grind me, smooth. I think she should at least got twenty five, man. At least twenty five. At, at least life. She cost. She costed a life. I think she should at least do a life sentence. She should have at at least done a life sentence, right? Mm-hmm. And my reasoning is okay. You know what? As much as I don't want to, I'll give you the fact that you've. Thought you just you walked into your own apartment. I okay, I'll give you that. Right. Right? That that was accident. Right? Right. But you don't kill anybody by accident. You don't. I mean, I I I can't I can't get past that fact that when you shot this individual, right, thinking that it was your own apartment, Mm -hmm. right? It wasn't shooting to maim. It wasn't shooting to disarm. It wasn't shooting to do anything but the fact of killing, right? And 
I don't know, did you feel you were justified to use that type of force because you were a police officer or you, you are a police officer? And well, she's no longer a police officer, but you were a police officer. What, what was the justification in your mind? They, knowing that, hold on, knowing, knowing that. And this is, and I'm really, I'm really one right now to see or to hear of how they go about training police to handle these certain situations, mm. right? Because in almost 95% of the cases, it seems like they train in police to shoot to kill and nothing else. Facts. If, if, if I'm to look at cases what have gone from the past till now, it looks like they're training officers to shoot to kill and not as far as disarmament or... Right you know, disenable or whatever. Right. With that being said, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It only seems like it's black people they shooting to kill. <laughs> True. You understand? So with with all this happening, with all this going in my head, man, this brother was sitting out eating ice cream, bro. Yeah. You understand? According to according to the witness, he was singing gospel and Drake songs. Yeah, earlier. Earlier, you know what I mean? So right. th- this is this is a man who's got to be in a vulnerable position and the least threatening position. Right? How, how can you just seem threatened if you eat ice cream though? You ever seen a you ever seen a grown ass man trying to be thugged out with licking an ice cream cone though? Well, even to the point where they're saying the shot, the like the shots that he received. Yeah. How he received them was he was he was definitely in a position of a disadvantage. It's not like you know what I mean he was in vantage point where he can get the a best threatening position. Yeah, he right. was in a threatening position. You right. understand? So, yo, when I look at those facts, when I taking into consideration all like like the like the previous text messages with the the, the whole Martin Luther King thing. Yeah. They were asking when they asked her, yo. When is this gonna end? And she said, "Oh, when Martin Luther King going? When Martin Luther King's dead? Oh, sorry, he's over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that type of stuff. That type of mentality. It's like it lends itself to show mm, you just might be a bit racist. You just might have seen this black man, and you just might have been feeling yourself with the power, and know that know that all the all those and above." have allowed police officers in similar situations to get off, man, I could maim this dude or I could just shoot to kill him. Okay, ain't nobody gonna care. And I thought she just took the latter approach and said, I'm gonna shoot to kill him and ain't nobody gonna care. So for that reason, mm. you know, it was cold-blooded murder to me and she should have got 25. I'm thinking she should have got 25. I feel, like I said, I feel like the 10 was was okay to me. Um, a lot of people feel like you. Yeah. Um, it's the dude. It's, uh, the guy in Michigan. Matthew, was it Preby? Preeb? Hmm. He got one year for raping three girls? The cop? Right, right, yeah. That dude should get the 25. Oh, 100%. Because I'm saying there's three people and stuff involved, whatever, from him, whatever, right? Yeah, 100%. But they're high school girls, too. Yeah. They were high school girls and stuff for that, and he got one year. Throw a book at someone like that and stuff, definitely, and everything like that. She shouldn't walk away. 
no, she needs to get sentenced and stuff like that to be an example and stuff like that. But I mean, like, yo, like, well, you got your you you got your phone in your hand. Look up real quick how how long the um the black cop got for killing the white lady. Which black cop? No. And let's and let's try and put let's try and put this into comparison because that was a trial we heard nothing about. We heard when the incident happened. That was it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't made any type of spectacle as, you know, we, we've been hearing when, you know, white police officers kill, you know, kill black suspects or black people of interest. And, you know, we hear it all over the news and this, that, and the third, and it's, it's, it's followed up. This was almost on a, like a, like a hush case. And well, one thing was for sure. I knew he wasn't going to get off like, you know, his white counterparts. I, I knew that for sure. I knew some way, somehow, that him murdering this white lady was going to land him in jail. There was no amount of cold blue that was going to save him. Cold blue? There was no amount of cold blue that was going to save his black ass. Yeah, they're not, they're not showing details and stuff whatever, like how much he got get sentenced for and stuff because he's like he was charged and stuff whatever like last year yeah so might be possibility that the, the last residual stuff of it whatever I'll look into it and stuff and post it up somewhere for us that yeah. that would be interesting to know because it's but his name but his name is Muhammad Muhammad Moore um Noor right sorry right yeah Muhammad Noor and stuff whatever she's like Somali black Muslim cop yeah and then the lady and stuff her name is Justine Ruzik Ruzik and without saying it's a similar situation, but the the situation was close. It was you know it was a case of a mis- I don't know whether it was a mistaken identity or just a thought of her being a threat mm-hmm. that he had to neutralize. I mean, it's not it's not that far off. No, but I mean, <clears throat> like like I said, to to pertain to the whole Amber thing. Yeah. Pertain to the whole Amber thing and stuff, whatever. At least she didn't walk. That's my fear. That was that's always my fear when the cops and stuff go at it, whatever. That she's not walk. That they're walking. Because there's tons of cops and stuff that that walk. And I look, just you know what look, look I, Zimmerman Zimmerman's not a cop, but he walked. Listen, right? I listen. The only reason I think that she did not walk was the magnitude. Of the case, right? The fact that both of them was in his own apartment, mm. right? And caused no form of threat whatsoever. It's not like, you know, it wasn't like the typical case where a cop had stopped somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Like a routine traffic stop. It's right. not it's not a, a typical case where a cop has an interaction with has a previous interaction right before dude was in his own house the murder the murder is committed right. you understand dude was, in his own house. dude was in his own house right right so for her to walk from that oh the public outcry would have just been nuts well, it was static from last year when we were talking about it, whatever. Yeah, it would have it would have just been his house. she couldn't have walked from that. She couldn't have walked from that. Which is good. Which is good. Um, on to the next, Amari Allen, a 12-year-old 
girl who went to a Christian middle school, who goes to a Christian middle school and stuff, whatever. Yeah. She, she, still, att- she still attends the school. Still attends the school. Okay. Right. Lies on three white sixth grader boys. And she said, allegedly held her down and cut some of her dreadlocks out. You heard about this? I heard about this, yes. What the fuck? Apparently, it came out and stuff like that. After she made the statement, she went on the news crying all about it and everything. Right. Lucifer's a lie. She mm. lied about the whole situation. Mm. Granted, her family and stuff did issue an apology to the young man and stuff, whatever, who got in trouble. Yeah. And said she's terribly sorry about all the, you know, the pain and the hurt that they have caused. Now, were they, were, were they instantly, automatically denying it? Like, they denied the allegations right off rip or... Who, the kids? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Automatically and stuff like that, they're like, no, no, no. But then it go it whole you have a Christian school. Yes. And then you have a young girl. I think the the black thing is like an extra seasoning to the equation. Right. But right. it's still to the level and stuff is that how are Christian children Christian people are supposed to just ignore the words of a woman's cry for help. Of course. Of course. That's the main thing. Yeah. You add the fact she's a young girl. And then you have the fact that she's a young black girl. Yeah. With dreads. With dreads. The whole pot stirs even better. Whatever, right? Yeah. So, I look at him like, Lucifer's a lie. You know, we got another juicy smoulet in the making and stuff, whatever, with this little girl. But, you know, they shot her shit down nice and early. My question to you and stuff is that, would there be a day when a woman's words would hold equal weight to a man's words? Because, like, if it was the other way around and stuff, whatever, right? You know, you got some quiet, soft-spoken dudes. Yeah. And they probably just mind their business stuff. Or they're probably, you know, I guess the quote-unquote nerd types. Yeah. They're doing their ones and twos. And you have, like, these jock-type chicks, whatever, or the cheerleader types and stuff that want to pick on dude. And just take a citizen and stuff like, snip, whoops, we cut your dreads. Snip, whoop, there's another one. And then the dude, he goes to report it. Yeah. Is it still going to hold the same weight like if it was the other way around? Um, I think... I think the the, the atmosphere, the age uh, with, with these kids, I think it might hold a little bit more weight as opposed to it being a group of adults yeah. in, a, in a, an adult's setting. We, we tend to have a little bit more... A little bit more leeway when it comes to to, to children and adolescents and young adults. Um, leeway meaning what? Meaning we'll, we'll give more of a benefit of a doubt. We'll give more of a benefit of a doubt to a, a, a young boy than but a man. It goes back to the food chain shit I'm telling you about, whatever. Yeah. Top of the food chain of the pyramid. Yeah. Women. Yeah. Children. Yeah. Pets. Right. Gays. Yeah. Straight men. Yeah. We're at the bottom of the damn pyramid. Yeah. So as I'm saying, like the leeway thing and stuff is gonna happen, women regardless. As much as I said, women slash children, because she's under twelve, right? Or she's under eighteen, right? Right. This 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 is I'm talking about, man. This is I'm talking about, man. Huh? Well, I mean, I I think uh, you know uh, uh, a boy under the age of eighteen, if he'd come with something similar, I think they probably would they would probably look at it more seriously than it would just, let's say, a man coming with that type of argument. I don't know. I feel like I don't feel like we dare in this climate yet. Cause I still feel like we're still in the residual of the whole Me Too thing. So yeah. it's still a, a witch hunt on men. Yeah. So I feel like it, it hasn't really died out. Like, play this. But, uh, okay, and the reason why I, I would say that 
I think it would weigh, uh, have a little bit more weight because we know teenage girls can be ruthless. Yeah, like the label. Yeah, they, they hook your ass up, and I'm talking yeah, about cable. They they can be ruthless, so we we know this about women of that age, right? So Fuck we that women every age. Well, I mean, well, this is the thing. When they get older, we tend to think that we can give them a little bit more leeway. We tend to think that oh no, they've been through a lot. They ain't gonna do this, that, Remember, and the third. Women, look, men play video games. Men play games. Yeah. Women play games with men's hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like When it gets to some points and stuff like whatever, it would be some different type of realm. It's a different type of shit happening. Stuff, but shit don't change. No, just the perception changes, though. Facts. The perception facts. Facts. That's, facts. What, and that's what I'm arguing. Yeah, the, yeah. the perception changes because now we think that, you know, they've reached this age... They're at this age of maturity. They left all that bullshit behind. Nah, some of them ain't left that bullshit behind. Some of them sped that bullshit right up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. But it's the perception. I don't know. I hope like... I hope like one day it'll come across like an, an equal board or equal footing. Yeah. Where like... If an accusation is made and stuff whatever from a guy making an accusation from that side, it can still hold some weight and stuff whatever. Because I mean like... You're at you're at your job, HR, some shit like whatever. You took the woman's ass and stuff. A woman makes an accusation and say, hey, smooth, just tap me on my ass and stuff, whatever. Yo, they bring your ass up there ASAP. But then if you you go up there and stuff, you're like, hey, surely from another department and stuff, she's swing by and she kind of caressed my dick. They'd be like, really? Really, nigga? Really? But I mean... But I mean that also lends itself to the, the the climate that have men have produced within the workplace for so long. Who you signed know what I mean? you on? Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm I add this. You know, the it's play, hashtag men too. Hashtag men too. But we, listen, we've been we've been dirty asses for a while sitting at the top. There's well, no denying that. Ass, so my there's, ass there's no denying that. There's no denying that men with power had taken advantage. Of women underneath them. I agree. You understand? With, with the, so, with, with with that being the backdrop and having other women who have maybe been in similar situations, having other men who've enacted that way in similar situations, mm. you know what I mean? It's when a woman screams out for help, it's almost like a situation where, yeah, she might be telling the truth simply because of past experiences that a fe- another female might have went through or a past experience another man might have put another female so to. that's what I'm saying men get raped too duh. yeah it's true but how frequent does that happen <laughs> well then on to the next man um let's get back to our little regular world of like some music and love for hip hop and everything double XL magazine Yo, do people still buy double XL magazine uh, probably not buy the magazine. Probably more like online. online? I don't. I don't know if they. You they have a subscription. You see a XL oh, magazine. Wow, it's been years since I seen an actual like magazine. Magazine. Format. I know they still do the freshman, the freshman class, freshman of the year. Yeah. So I know that's out and about. But I see those magazines pop up. Granted, I guess like whenever if I, if I am looking for it. Right. Other right. than that, no. Yeah, I think the last. Um, the last magazine that I actually looked at and probably physically bought was a uh, was a tribute magazine, and I think it was either the 
it was either a Bob Marley. No, I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm, no, no, just like magazine in general. I'm, I'm talking. Bro, bro, Barnes and Nobles and chapters and stuff still sell magazines. Yeah, That's but why. I'm saying me personally, oh, okay. like me going out and like you're gonna, you're physically, gonna buy? physically, like, like the last one I bought, I think was, I think it was Bob Marley. They had like uh, one of those special issues where it's just like a tribute issue. Uh, it could either it could have either been him or Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. One hundred percent. But, but I seen a that porno. was like years ago. I seen a Playboy magazine underneath the back seat. You have to explain that. No, I ain't gotta explain nothing, man. I'm a man. We we do every so now who, and then. So so the back seat magically teleported from the fucking Seven Eleven back to your back seat. But I just list that. How long I'm has scat, it? Scat, how long scat, has it been scat, in the scat. back back seat for? I don't know. I didn't. Okay, I didn't well, that you you know you make it sound like it could have been yesterday's edition. Did you did you look and see what date that was from? Nah, because I feel uncomfortable looking at porn no, right, by another man in the vicinity, mm. whatever, right? That's my toxic masculinity. That's your toxic masculinity? I don't feel comfortable you looking at You noticed it in the back seat, though, right? I mean, I look. I mean, mm. you know, I'm a nosy-ass yeah, yeah, yeah. bastard like you remember that. Remember who was on the cover? Some brunette. Okay. You know, she had like a little fur thing covering up the tits. <laughs> but, you know, about that. But, um, yeah, the back Double XL, they had that thing stuff so for the best diss track ever, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Give me... Give me one. Give me your best diss track you heard. Yeah. And then give me a give me a honorable mention. The best diss track that I ever heard would have to go to Cannabis with the second round knockout. That one was nice. Yeah, that would be the 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 one that I would put. Cause he, he got everybody in that song. Yeah. Sticky for your mom in front of your first, second, and third born. Yeah. And you want to squash with Minister Farrakhan? Yeah, that was just he's a, and you know and and you know what was you know what was spicy about it, how he started it with Mike Tyson? No, no, just the opening line. I'm gonna let the world know the truth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it started off of that four three two one the remix, four three two right? one remix, right? So when you know, what I mean? so when he jumped in with, I'm gonna let the world know the truth. Everybody was like, "Oh, what you got? What you got to talk about?" <laughs> I remember the beat though. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and the beat and and, and see, and that's when you know a nigga about to go in and eat eat somebody because the beat is simple as fuck. I want to say so. Okay, well, give me an honorable mention. My honorable mention will probably be Ether. Ether is my my hitter. Ether's your Ether's your hitter. I'm a Jay Z fan to you know to yeah, the bet, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Ether had every component and stuff of like yeah, a good type of yeah. battle diss track. Yeah, because it had the comedy, had the facts, it had the nonsense. Yeah. It, it, it had Ether was it, and my runner up, whatever. I'm sorry, like yo that that um was the back to back. Yeah, yeah. Back to back and stuff, whatever. Like, I like Drake, but I never expected yeah, expect back that. to back yeah. to come from Drake's mouth. Yeah, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Even if someone written it or anything like, I never expected that to come from his mouth, or whatever. Because I was looking at his stuff, I was like, yo, all right, some track. Like, all right. Especially when he dropped the line, "This me, you'll never hear a reply for it." 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're really not expecting Drake to come out all spicy. Yeah. But yeah. he don't have to. He don't need nothing to prove to anybody. I mean, you don't have nothing to prove, but I mean, like for the for the sake of the sport, whatever. Rap is not that kind of music genre and stuff, whatever. Like you know, like it's rock where everybody's just kind of peachy keen. It's always been a competitive type of sport. Yeah, it's always got it. It's always it's always been a competitive sport. Yeah, yeah. So now, when it comes to that point when they're like bumping heads and stuff, whatever, you have to show your, your competitive side, and that's it, and just leave it straight to music, nothing else. Right. That's not making it sticky with people's lives and stuff are involved with everything like that. But I'm like, I never expected that. There's other great diss tracks that like hit him up. I'm not gonna shit on hit him up. Hit him up was a, a, a type of track that you can't forget. But nah, I'm like hit him up was good. Ether has some kind of different kind of weight, whatever. Because I like full T Z. I was like, I was like, I'm a Jay Z fan. And I was like, I got hurt when I heard that. What I was like, but even but okay. So. Okay, so going back to the second round knockout, and when I compare it with Ether, I mean, I mean, it's the same type of thing. The beat, the beat is haunting, but it's simple enough where it just the beat just plays the background, yeah, and it's the lyrics is that what you're really focusing. And on. that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like why Ether is so great because even when Remy did Sheether, yeah, everything was still the same. Mm. It was still the beat. That that's it, and you just have to prove how lyrically great you are. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like Nas did that. Yeah, and then yeah. when Remy had her time, so when she went for Nicki Minaj's neck, whatever, she did the same thing. Yeah, whatever, yeah. right? And I was like, but that's what I'm saying. Ether paved the way for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without Ether, you don't got a sheet. You don't got a sheet there. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to agree with that. So that's what I'm like. Yeah, that 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 was it and stuff. Whatever. But I'm like, yo, but there's still like tons of diss tracks stuff. But I was like, when I seen that, I was like, yo. We gonna have a we gonna have the discussion. What's the first diss track that you could ever remember? Uh Cube. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. Yeah. yeah. For me, it will be it would be um LL Cool J to the break of dawn. I don't even know that damn track. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know I know of the track, but who was it too? Kumodi. Kumo it was Kumodi. Yeah, yeah. You got enough to have the Star Trek shades on. Yes, yes, I remember that line. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's like my very first. Oh shit, niggas is going after. So actually, no, no, no. How dare I forget the bridge is over? Boogie Down Productions. No, that's that's a hot track. I was playing that the other day too. Yeah, that's a classic diss track. Yeah, man. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. Right, right. That's a classic diss track. So, okay, tell me your worst diss track you heard. Hmm. See, that's a little bit harder because ain't nobody really (laughs) remembers the crappy diss tracks. Meek Mills with the Undertaker song on it. <laughs> yeah, that, one was, that was a waste that of my was, time, that man. That was booty. That was a waste of my time. It felt like I had I had headphones not plugged up to my phone, but I had the headphones plugged up to a trash can. Because I'm like, what am I doing to myself? And even Undertaker said he was going to sue Meek Mills because he took his beat yeah. and came so whack on it, whatever, that it wasted Undertaker's theme song. So he wanted to sue Meek Mills for it. I think there was, I think there was one of those in the, um, the 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 one of the Joyner Lucas tracks that I wasn't feeling during the the, the Joyner Lucas and, uh, and Tory Lane ex- Lane's exchange. There was ones I was like, yeah, Joyner, yeah, you're better than this. You could you could have did without this one. If I had an honorable mention and stuff for that. I think like um, 
I think Nelly, when he was beefing at KRS One, and number one. No, not that. It was the when he came back after that. Yeah, he had some freestyle thing and stuff whatever, and it was like um, it was like off the um the rock the mic thing. Yeah, and he's like, "How are you calling me commercial when you did a Sprite commercial?" Yeah, and I was like, "Nelly, don't don't no no just, just stick to just, just, country grammar yeah, shit. Just, just, yeah, don't do it. To, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it." And even I think KRS went went on TV to laugh at it. Where he's like, "Why would I respond to that?" And I was like, <laughs> nah, nah, "No, no, 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 poor Nelly. No, 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 stay in your lane." All right, man. Um, I had a thing and stuff, whatever, when I seen Fantasia. First of all, Fantasia was on The Breakfast Club recently. Fantasia. Fantasia to Mero. this day, I love that voice, man. You love it? Yeah, it's one of the voices. Fantasia? Yeah. I don't know. I like how she talk. I like how she sing. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 love, yeah. I, love, I love the singing voice. The, the, the talking, she got the... I don't know. Sometimes the, the little sexy lisp could be, you know what I mean? It could be sexy. I mean, yeah. Depending on the, the things she says. Teach his own, teach his own. I feel like, you know, you might be in the house one day, you know, she asking you, what do you want today? And, you know, you might seem like, it was a Cicely Tyson's like long lost niece. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool on it, whatever. But she was on the Breakfast Club and stuff for that. And I actually liked the convo. I was digging the convo, what she was saying and stuff, whatever. Right. Because I'm always a fan to hear. But I like to hear from the people like from the horse's mouth what they got to say when they get plugged with some questions and everything like that whatever yeah of course 100% and she was talking about kings and queens like okay. you know husband and wives in relationships and everything and stuff whatever okay. she said a woman should fall back and let her man lead the house hmm you agree um be careful I believe, now I, I believe, be careful your wife listens to this show I believe more in uh, partnership and Co-work. Co-work? Yeah. Elaborate. Well... Because you're not about to slide no PC, political correct bullshit no, I and think, keep moving. I think there's... Okay. Within a partnership, you, mm. you got a partnership. There's, cer- there's certain things that your partner's going to be good at or better than you at. And there's certain things that you're going to be good at. Bonnie better, and Clyde. Better, exactly. Yeah. Right? And... It's off. It's it's for you to figure that sort of stuff out. Listen, if my if my wife is a financial wizard, right? right? Like that's her background. What the hell am I doing touching the finances for? True. You understand? If she if she can do that better than how I can handle that, then I'm gonna let her handle that. You know, and then whatever I can handle on my side, because now I know I ain't gotta worry about that. I'll I'll pick up the slack on that. If it's the other way around, if I'm the financial wizard. Mm. You know what I mean, and I know you know much more than she does in regards. Then I expect myself to handle that, and then she she deals with everything else. If I'm good at dealing with kids, taking care of kids, and so forth like that, I'll handle that. You understand? If she know she good at doing other stuff, then she. I think you. I I think when you get into that realm or that space, it shouldn't be a dictation on who handles what. Mm. It should be more of who handles what better, and then you once you figure that out, then you roll with the punches. Are gender roles important when you're with someone? I think roles because are like important. like what you just said and stuff, yeah. whatever. Like if you're good with the kids, whatever. Normally, or consider yeah, consider a woman's job, yeah, right? Not sure nature. Is, yeah, right? no, I I I think. I think again. I think roles are important. Gender, not so much. 
You understand? Because mm-hmm. we're in we're in a, a time where there's a lot of there's a lot more single mothers facts than there has ever been. But right? who, who's to blame for that? Mm, I'm not really. I don't know if I can really okay. put blame on any one particular sex. Um, because I mean, if you're in a situation and stuff, whatever, like you're trying to be a proactive man, right? And everything and stuff, and now you have a modern day progressive woman. Yeah, you're bound to clash and stuff. Like, like what she's like, what what Fantasia was saying and stuff, whatever. Is that like? The man is the head and the woman is the neck. Yeah. Right? You can't have too like too many heads on one neck, whatever, right? Or vice versa and stuff like somebody has to like some some kind of delegation stuff needs to be there. Now there's important there's some times stuff where I feel like I've met women and they'll say, I don't need a man to do X, Y, and Z. Fair. Yeah. I'm all down for that and stuff, whatever. Because you did all this type of stuff by yourself. Right. I subscribe to the the whole Fab thing, the Fab Neil. I'm a movement by myself, but we're a force when we're, we're together. together. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If we're going to make this pop and stuff, whatever, this is where I feel like, just like what you said, the partnership needs to come in. Like, I'm weak with this. You're strong with this. Let's make it happen. But if we're both strong in one aspect and stuff, whatever... Just because you've been doing it and stuff for the, for the longest, I mean, like you know, you have to take over the room. Like, there's gonna be something where I might be ninety seven percent, you might be ninety eight percent. Well, th- this now becomes where there's gotta be open mindedness, right? Mm-hmm. And the person also has to, the has to have the ability to to be able to step back. <sighs> You gonna tell that to a modern woman's move? Well, listen. You gonna talk to me like that? If she's modern enough, she'll possess that. I I believe. If she's modern enough, if she's modern enough, she'll she'll possess that because when you're done this podcast, you need to go and kiss your damn wife. Because let me tell you this for a fact, that shit is not flying. Uh, Remember why you got it? Why you ain't flying? Why you think it ain't flying? Okay, remember, remember we talked, we touched on it before, whatever. Yeah, can a woman be submissive and provide at the same time? Mm. And it was tons of women and stuff, whatever. Tons of honest, morally honest women yeah. that I came across after I asked that question and stuff, yeah. whatever. That was saying, they said no, no. They said no, because I, I said to one girl, so I said, I'm like, I'm like hypothetical. I'm like, I'm unemployed. We're together. And I'm like, babe, when you come home, I'm going to blow that back out. You know? I'm going to do the ones and twos. Yeah, sure. And then when she come in, she'd be like, did you did you put some applications in? Just <laughs> Did you go on Monster.com and stuff with her? Make sure. Did you go on Workopolis? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be like, yeah. yeah. Why you got to go there for? Like, you know, I'm trying to get a job for it. Just let you know, you're not going to be blowing nothing out when I'm just laying there like a starfish tonight. <laughs> Until you get the job popping. When you get the job popping, you then, get the porn star then, tricks. Then, then she gonna put in some work. Yeah, then she, she gonna put in some work. And that's what I'm saying. But then the man and stuff from the longest stuff, whatever. What's the slogan we were taught to raise to run with? We 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 provided man. Nah we, man, happy wife, happy life. Oh, oh the happy wife, happy life. I'm like, no one gives a fuck about our happiness. What about happy spouse, happy house? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying, like. I feel like the modern women and stuff that you think and stuff, whatever, there's like a a margin of them. And I'm not saying they're not there. Yeah. 
because there's always room for miracles and greatness to happen and stuff, whatever. But it's just like the the percentage of stuff that I see with my two eyes. Right. It's more rare than you think. Well, I mean, well, here, well, okay, we'll look at it. Look at it th- from this perspective. Mm. What's the first thing the modern woman is gonna argue about when she's looking for somebody? When she's looking for a partner? Money. Mm, <laughs> even more than that. I'm lost. Help me. I'm. This is why I'm single. <laughs> she's looking for the first thing is is she she tell you she she don't want nobody below her. She wants somebody on her level, right? But men been dating girls that work in grocery stores and they've been working in law firms for years. But, 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 but we're talking about the modern woman. Okay. What's the modern woman telling you? She don't want nobody who's less than her. She wants somebody her. equal or she greater. She wants somebody who's going to be equal or greater, right? Okay. So then, okay, so let's say now she finds that. If she finds somebody who's going to be equal mm. or greater, mm. then she has to be willing to be able to step, take a step back in certain areas. She has to. She can't want nobody who's going to be on the same level of her or better and then still expect that she's going to dictate how the relationship should run. No, but that's what I'm saying. You're right. That aspect, I agree with you. But yeah. then that comes to a point where that woman going to be like, I don't like how he speaks to me. Because he makes <laughs> a little bit more money than me because he has a prominent job and stuff, whatever. I'm out. Let me fuck with the pool boy and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> she gonna give the pool boy some? Yeah, pool boy. Because you talked to her a little bit yeah, too Yeah, you know it, man. You know it. Whatever. <laughs> Ladies, I'm not shitting on y'all, but I just know what I know. Uh, Well, listen, man. Sometimes being a pool boy could have its advantages. If you watch, if you ever watched Young and the Restless, Brad started off as a pool boy, man. Oh, yeah? Brad was cleaning Victor Newman's pool while Nikki was watching him. <laughs> And he ended up cleaning her pipes. He rose to fame, man. Look, right now, if you're still watching, you're going to Restless. Where's Brad now? Brad, the CEO of some, some damn bitch. Oh, shit. From pool boy to CEO. That ain't a bad gig. Yo, I'm about to get me a part-time job listen, real quick. Man. Listen, man. <laughs> Yo. He does a clean pools with your shirt off. That's all it takes. That's okay. Ain't no problem that Johnson Johnson baby oil cancel off. That's all it takes, man. Slap it on the chest, but it's kind of cold in Canada now. But my nipples be all hard. There you go. So it might get them extra looking. There you go. I don't know. Like, I feel like with the whole thing that when Fantasia was saying, yeah, it was going into a realm where even Angela Yee, she was saying some things and stuff and she wasn't agreeing with it. But I was like, and I feel like Angela Yee, the things that she was saying and stuff, whatever, was more coming from the realm of a modern woman. And a modern woman but, won't agree to that. But Angela Yee fits the e, mold. Yee, yee. And Angela Yee, Angela Yee, whatever. You're seeing too much ease, that's why you think it's just Yee. I'm thinking Sheila Yee. Oh, oh, okay. Angela Yee, mm-hmm. she, she's the, she fits that mold of a modern woman. Correct. She's, she's very successful. Correct. Right? She's, she has a voice. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's not a lot of men within her realm who are on her level. Okay. You understand? So she's going to speak from that perspective. Mm. She's going to voice her dominance from that perspective. Mm. Right? But if she's out there looking for her equal or someone better... She might have to change her tune when she finds that person. So people don't look for love no more? 
I guess not. If you saying all of that, you sound like a damn bad bike Listen, break. My mom told me this. It's as easy to fall in love with a rich person as it is to fall in love with a poor person. Okay. So, hey, they might be looking for love, but they're looking to fall in love with a rich person. Yeah, somebody who's either on their level or greater. I so I dated a girl, and she told me she couldn't date a dude who makes minimum wage. And I was like, I thought your goal is to be <laughs> in love with somebody with morals, principles, and characters. Right. And she's like, Nah, the the dreams that she has and stuff, whatever he can't make minimum wage. To help cater to her dreams. And this is why I go back and say my favorite puffy line from Satisfy You. I can't impress you with the cars and the wealth because any woman with willing drive would get it herself. Mm-hmm. You don't you shouldn't need me to add on to your dreams. You should need me for companionship and love. That's how I feel. Nah, but even I think it even if you have Goals and dreams. Because there's nothing wrong with having goals and dreams. There's nothing wrong. Every human should have them. Right? But you shouldn't shouldn't look at somebody who at that moment in time and position in life may have a little bit less than you. Or may, you know, maybe have a lesser stature than you do. Mm. And not think that with a little bit of help... And encouragement that they can't rise to the occasion. Yeah, but they have to have that ambition on their own. They have to have that ambition on their own. But that's something that you should be able to recognize. True. If you find somebody who is less than you, right? But you're looking at them and you rock with them. and you rocking with them. You may rock with them because you see certain things in them. You see certain potential in them and you know who they are today may not be who they be tomorrow. may may not be who they are tomorrow see i don't look at see i don't believe in inferior and superior type of thing so i'm not looking at like your job would be this type of thing and stuff whatever no, no. where it rides over you and stuff whatever. so i'm gonna say i'm greater than you or i'm more successful than you and stuff whatever because the thing i'm like nah my goal is morals and principles and characters because you can be that one equal to me or greater to me, and you could be a cheating asshole, or you can like be like you know born personality, or you can lay in the bed like starfish, like a starfish, whatever you know, and not do a damn damn thing when it comes to bed. Listen, my wife was telling me about this thing that she watched on um, I don't know if it was YouTube, I don't know if it was on Facebook or whatever. Mm. She was watching something. And I'd have told her, listen, it may not be, it, it may not have been like a real life situation. It could have just been uh, a storytelling thing, but this was the moral of the story. Dude had this, this, I don't know if it was wife or girlfriend, but he was madly in love mm. with this woman. Right. 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 But he wasn't of anything of wealth he wasn't in any high position or anything like that so she, she was basically look saying listen man i can't be with you i can't stay with you because you're not of a certain stature right right and his whole thing was but yo listen but i love you like 
I'll do anything that it takes to get to where I need to get to and be whoever you need to be. Right? That's that great pussy. She's motivating him to she, to, she, to, she, to she, she was motivating him right. to think, but he was he the, the bottom line was he loved her for who she was. Right. right. She didn't love him for who he was because he wasn't rich, he wasn't this, that, and the third. Did she love him or she's like the dick? She was, I don't know what it was. But she left him. Right? Okay, I guess the dick couldn't be that great. It couldn't be it couldn't have been that great, right? right. This is so as as the story progresses now. She, she goes on, you know, a few years goes by, and what happens is, dude, I don't know what happened to the dude, hit the lotto or this, that, and the third, but he ended up now falling into money and becoming successful, right? Now, on the other side now, the girlie who left him, she had married somebody who was rich and successful and this, that, and the third. So now they had fallen on some sort of hard time or whatever. Now... She looking for a job, right? Mm-hmm. So dude is like, listen, babe, um, my boss has got, you know, he's looking for, a, a, he, there's a secretary position that opened up in the company. Why don't you come and meet my boss? We're going to go over to his house for dinner and sit down and so forth like this, that, and the third. And um, chop it up, Ray, tay, 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 right? So now they go over, they go over to the, the, the boss's house now. And sit down, they chopping it, they're getting ready to chop it up now. So the boss's wife comes out and is like, um, Hey, I'm so and so, this, that, and the third. Nice to meet you. Would you like anything to drink? Mm. Right? And she was like, Yeah, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love something to drink. She goes, Okay, hold on. I'm gonna get the service to come bring you something. So she leaves and goes away, right? So now, Homeboy, the dude from before, yeah, who she used to talk to, man. walks in, and she looks at him and goes, what are you doing here? Oh, you're the help. help. I told you you wouldn't amount to nothing. I told you it was oh, going to be st- this, that, she styling third. him that fast? She's, so she's styling on him. This, that, and the third, right, 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 right. Meantime, her husband comes in. Her husband goes... So this time the argument stops. She's like, "Well, you go get me that water." This is the, the argument stops now, and the old dude is just standing there. Now the husband comes in and says, "Boss, hey, I seen you met my boss. Mm-hmm. This is the guy I told you about who's looking for the second, the secretary position." She did a shut the hell up, swallowed all of what she had to say. Now I said to my wife, hey, "Listen, I probably didn't have like this. This is probably a." St- a moral story type of deal, yeah. but you understand, you get the you you, you 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 get the gist of it. Nobody has to be who they are in life today, tomorrow. And it could have been the it could be the could be the flip side. You could marry somebody who's filthy rich today, and they go butt ass broke tomorrow. But if I love them, we'd be together. Mm, I don't know about that. You you in love with the money. <laughs> If I, if I start off as pool boy, then different story. You start off as pool boy, it's a different, different story? story, whatever. I'm there to use my rod <laughs> to make sure it stays nice and wet. And clean, you know, clean her cobwebs. Exactly. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. So, okay, let me ask you this. They say, even in the Bible and stuff, even those who don't, you know, who listen and they don't subscribe to the Bible and stuff, whatever, says women should submit to their men. Do you agree to that line? Nah. Really? 
I think men and women should have mutual respect for each other. So what do you so okay, when you hear the word submit, does that rub you the wrong way or something like that, whatever? Cause I'm hoping I'm hoping like I'm not I'm not gonna ask my women and stuff, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to lick all the bottom of my kicks. Yeah. Like that. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that. Like, wait, yeah, I think the words I think the word submit might be might be a, a like a bit too much. I think we should each be Yeah. Now, yeah, it goes back to what I was saying. The Bible needs a revision. Yeah. 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 Well, listen. Without it being revised, there's certain things I'm gonna I'm agree with. There's certain things that I'm not gonna agree with. Right. And then, but the wordplay for that, the wordplay for that line, the word the wordplay for that line. And again, and again, also when we when we look at the Bible, they all often say it's written in parables. And. Everything has dual meanings, and some stuff you can't really take so so literally. So when they mean submit to your your husband, what what do what are they actually talking about? What are they actually saying? Now, give up the booty. If the husband is a is supposed to be somebody in the Bible who's somebody righteous, right? Okay. He's not gonna have you submitting to any type of foolishness. Yeah, you, you would. T- you would tend right. to think that, right? You would right. have that sort of lo- knowledge, right? right? Or uh, that sort of thing. So what? Is, what is she actually submitting to? And she's submitting to the fact that he may be better with the accounting stuff. So she gonna submit and let him take care of that. We gonna get a preacher on this show. We need, we'd have to get somebody who, who, can, break, who can break that down. We'd have to we, we, we break that verse show. down. Or yeah, something like that. I need a young preacher on this show to come but, break you know, this there, down. There's, you know, there's, there's one verse where it says that you know a woman should be quiet. A woman should be quiet. Like a woman is not allowed to speak. She shouldn't. You know, she shouldn't. She shouldn't speak upon certain things. Damn, Again, it's something that I I don't subscribe to. I had work in a Christian school with a little girl with dreads saying like, "Yo, you gonna hear me? These three <laughs> white boys cut my dreads." <laughs> Christian Bible. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. So okay, since we, we let's, let's run with this marriage talk real quick, whatever, right? Method man, word life. You don't need a ring to be my wife. Big line that you're all I need song. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the marriage constitution is still needed today? Uh, no. I agree. Elaborate, though. Tell me why. Because I think traditionally, marriage never had a constitution to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if we go back Again, if we, I mean, if we, if we, if we want to go back to the Bible, mm. it's saying when a man comes of age, he leaves his parent household, right? And he go finds himself a wife, a woman to become his wife. Mm-hmm. They don't say anything about any marriage traditions that you got to, you know, any customs that you got to go through. You understand? They don't say anything about. You haven't to sign any legal contracts or any documents or anything like that. They ain't saying anything about any sort of set of rules that now has to become, that has to go in place 
for you to be, be you know, man or wife. The only thing that there probably was was a set of customs. Maybe over the years, over the millennia, those set of customs evolved. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, this, that, and a third has been added to it. I think constitution is, I think that's mainly like those who are think, in power impose that shit. I think you should be a damn preacher and I'll come to your church and I'll make sure any woman <laughs> I date should hear your sermon. No, but here, 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 but here's the flip side of that. Hey, don't fuck up, preacher. Here's a flip side to that. When you left your parents' house and you found that lady, mm. she was considered your wife. What we now consider as a common law, there was no such thing as common law. She was just your wife. So if she's out, without if she, papers, so, okay, so if she's out this, that, and the third. So if she's living still at her parents' house, she's girlfriend. And then once you guys decide to shack up together, she's wife. She's wife. Yo, we're in life. You don't need to ring to be my wife. Well, this is what I'm saying. That that line and method, man, that 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 rings true. It's only now in, in this day and age, this day and time, where everything needs a certificate. Why does everything need a certificate? Why do you need a why do you need a death certificate? I don't know. I, I got no use for it when <laughs> I'm gone. If you're if you're dead, shouldn't people know you're dead? Some people don't give a two shits about people though. We fi- we figured it out. People don't like people. They want to be on island all alone and to be with you know someone they hate. But why should there be a certificate? Why should you need a certificate to say that yo this dude is dead? Shouldn't somebody be able to see you buried six feet in the ground and say yo this dude is dead? <laughs> nah, but you know when they get together and they drinking and everything, man. Would it be like what, when when the Marv die? Mm, yeah, it's about like three, four years yeah. ago, something like that. R. Oh. Peter Mar. No one knows exact date that he died. So that, that's why they need a certificate so for. They, be like, then they got the certificate. It's right there. <laughs> what if the certificate is wrong? If it don't fit, it must have quit. Yeah, Fuck yeah. <laughs> but nowadays, okay, so uh, all right, we don't need a, a constitution. I don't mm. think we need a constitution. I think. It, it, if two people are agreeing that, yo, we're going to go through this partnership together, mm. we're going to do the ones and twos together, mm. we're going to have a family, yo, word, word life, you don't need a ring to be my wife. Yo. Okay, let me ask you this, too. You being a good boy you are and stuff, whatever, did you feel pressured to get married from your parents because your parents are both married? Nah. No one ever talked to you about getting married and everything like that, whatever? You show your mommy and make a statement like, you need to find you a good wife that can cook for you or something like that? Nah, it was was never... Can you cook? It was never at that... I I cook a little bit. But it was never at the point where my moms would look at me and say, I need to find somebody to go and get married to and so forth like that. It was more so, I mean, the only time she mentioned marriage is after me and my girl, who's not my wife, been together for a good while. After, and you, she, after you guys started living together, when she became Bible wife? Yeah, yeah. After we had our first child, you know what I mean? And, and we started living together and she became Bible wife. Bible you wife. know what I mean? You know, my moms would be like, well, when y'all gonna get married? When y'all just gonna complete the journey and so forth oh, so like she that. Did, and she did hint on. Yeah, she did hint, hint on, but okay. it was nothing like, it's, it was never like a Pressure. press. 
you know what I mean? To, you know, oh, you, well, you got to go do this. You got to. She. It was more like a, when are you going to go do it? So she never hit you off like you're living in sin when you're living with her? Nah, nah. Because, I, I mean, at that time, there was, I mean, there was so many other people living in sin. This is true. It was not Duh. like people were shacking up and then getting, you know, people were getting married before the nah, people were just shacking. You know what I mean? So it was it was a situation whereas Shacking and racking. Okay. You either gonna do the do or you or you're not gonna do the do. You understand? It was it was But you 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 clearly your wife is a marrying type. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she wasn't going to have that ride and stuff with her. Like, you're not about to just get this milk for free without buying that cow. No, but I mean, we we rode with each other for a, a very long time before we got married. And then it was like to the point where, listen, we ain't going anywhere. Yeah, we just complete, make it full circle and we just get married. I don't like how you said that just a while ago. It, rubbed, it made me feel like you just kind of tapped out. Like you, you just said, I had all my fun. It's, 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 you know, we're not going nowhere. It's done. Like, you can still go places. Yeah, like, well, but where are we going to go? We, we've committed ourselves to each other. Like, like I'm saying, when we reached the point where we realized, listen, we, we committed ourselves to each other. Right. You don't really see yourself spending the rest of your lifetime with anybody else but me. I don't really see myself spending the rest of my lifetime with anybody but you. So then let's let's make that, you know what I mean? Let's so, make that commitment. So touching. Let's, Let's let's wrap it up. Let's make it full circle. You know what I mean? Let's do whatever. Thing. Listen, I think the I think the biggest fight that I had mm. with being married was all the, the the legal and tax bullshit that came with it. That's what I'm saying. I think that was my biggest fight. I was like the first the first thing that I, I said to her is like, listen. You know when we get married, right? All this little subsidy crap that we getting for our daughter. That dead. shit's going that, that, that shit is, is dead. dead in the water. And we start we gonna really have to start coming out of pocket for something. And some that's things. what I'm saying. Like, cause even like before, common law before, back in the day and stuff, whatever, like even in the province of Ontario, yeah, was five years. Yeah, yeah. Then the government realized stuff that people are now tapping out sooner relationships, so they moved it to two years. Two years, right. And even after the two years and stuff, they now change to 11 months. So now once you're living with somebody and stuff with it for 11 months, you're considered common law. So they find a way to even still rape within your pockets oh, 100%. as soon as they can. Listen, we had known this one couple, mm. right? Been together for years, had children and stuff like that. Mm. Every time tax come around, they filed. Listen, they had separate. two separate addresses. Somebody still live with their mama? Yeah, somebody still live with their mama. Mm. In order to say some of that guap. Facts. You understand? And this is this is where, where it has really... This is really how where it really you know, started to boil down to where people were not getting married out of convenience. Out of, out of mere convenience. They be like, listen, what? we know we love each other. We know we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. Does the paper and ring really make that much more of a difference? And see, that's, that, that's, that's where I always stand and stuff with them. Like, the paper, the, the ring, the ring, I guess, is, is symbolic. The ring now. is symbolic. The ring, the ring is, is symbolic. symbolic now. Because yeah. my thing and stuff is that, like, me, like me, if I'm going to go look at a woman and stuff, whatever, yeah. and I'm going to try and pick her up, if I don't see a ring, I feel like she's fair game. She's fair game, right. 
she's fair game. If I see something stuff on that finger and stuff, whatever, yeah. I'm gonna fall back like I lost my balance. Yeah. So that's symbolic. But the paperwork and everything, like whatever, my thing and stuff is that I feel like, who are you doing it for? When it comes to the paperwork aspect and stuff, whatever, right? Like, I feel like it's a super... You're doing it for the government so they know that they can tax your ass. Yeah. That's what you're doing it yeah. for. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, is it really the thing? But I don't know. Listen, you got to get a... Uh, it's, it's either going to call... It's either being called a marriage certificate or a marriage license. Right. You got to pay for that shit. You do. It ain't free. I know. Yeah, I took my ass to City Hall to do it when I got married and everything and stuff like that. So that's the first... That's the first dig into your pocket they get you with yep then you gotta make sure you get the papers done in, in a timely fashion timely matter including the church look including at the church the, the church the, the, uh, the quote unquote donation for the church whatever <laughs> when you're actually paying the church just to get married just to, the to church. get just to get married yeah i'm like like every everybody's trying to get some coins out of you and stuff whatever for just the whole marriage dance and i always tell people stuff like stop focusing on the ceremony and focus on the relationship part of the marriage. Yeah, yeah. Because that's my thing. My thing and stuff is like, yeah, we can do the whole damn shebang and bring the pasta. But if you're not focusing on like keeping the marriage together and stuff, whatever. What the fuck? Listen, our whole wedding, we, we kept it. We kept it small. It was nice. It was lovely. And we kept it affordable. Everything was paid off for before the actual day. Sweet. Right. So, because, listen, man, I've been, I've I'm heard so much, you stressed? I've heard so much, I'm just saying, I've okay. heard so much horror stories mm. of people who, they, they've been like married for five years talking about they paying off the loan for the wedding. Facts. I know somebody and stuff that got married and stuff and everything. And at the end of the, the whole shebang, they ended up with a $51,000 debt. Yeah. Yeah. And they still live in an apartment. Listen, I mean, listen, to each to each their own. Yeah. How, listen, I can't how, tell you how to spend your money. Yeah, I can't tell you how to spend your, your money. I can't tell you how to put a value on that day. You understand? Mm. We that, don't judge here in the podcast. Yeah, we're not here to judge. That day is yours. But the one thing that I knew is that, listen... That wasn't that wasn't your life. You might about that life. Nah, and there was other there was other things that I I, look, I was looking to achieve and do that was gonna cost that money. So I really couldn't see myself paying for all of this, continually paying for all of this, and not having anything to pay for for my future endeavors. Facts. No, when I, when I got married and stuff, whatever, we didn't swipe a single credit card. We agreed. We agreed. Like yo, if we can't do this with cash, we shouldn't be doing it at all. Well, and that's it. And I'm, I'm glad my wife felt the same way. My, my wife was pretty much encouraging that everything had to be within budget and be able to pay off before we did, we did, we leave it entire that knot. Yeah, because like, we didn't want no debts going forward from like, that. Because I remember, like, when me and my ex was watching, like, um, to debt do us part and everything, and yeah. I hear some shit, or whatever. Yeah, we would look at the TV. <laughs> look at these peasants. Yeah, these scoundrels. Yeah, They're still man. paying off their wedding. <laughs> Poppy cock. We like yo like. And you know, and it, and it's and it's funny, and it's funny when we when we look at this, right? Mm. And maybe it's maybe we're looking at it from maybe we're looking at it from the black perspective, because Indian families, Portuguese families, Italianos, Italianos, listen, they take out the equity out of the home to do everything, no, but but not but not only that, listen, they they but they can they can afford to do it though. You understand? Because hear what I'm saying. 
You see the wedding guests, mm-hmm. the money that they putting in that, that envelope, that's something different. You could open up one envelope and there'd be 500 in that envelope. So any young Italian woman that wants to get married and give Marv a second chance at this marriage dance, please come. Tell Listen, them to give generously or pass the offering. I know people who paid off a shit just from the, the just from the gift money. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I mean, so that's something different. If you know you're gonna get cake like that, you're gonna bring in bread like that, mm. then hell yeah, spend whatever you wanna spend. I agree. You know what I mean? I think I think the equity thing was the was the nicest thing because I feel like you're gonna do this dance within your house regardless. Yeah. And at least you have, you know, the backing and stuff, whatever. I feel like a lot of times People are left in the unknown, and then they just try to keep up with the Joneses without knowing yes, what, it, what it takes to be a Jones. Yes, man, that's craziness. Right? Man. It's craziness. So I mean, like we're, we're putting out, we're putting that info out there and stuff for the for the masses and stuff for them. Like if that's your route and you're thinking about your special day, like you don't have to really go for gusto and go for broke, whatever, because you still got the next day into your lovely new life together. Listen, man, there's there's certain things that we we just we know we're going to be paying into mm. for a, a good amount of time, whether that be a mortgage, whether that be a brand new car. Listen, man, if you choose for marriage to be one of those things, then, yo, that's on you. Like I said, we ain't here to tell you how to, you know, how to bring forth that special day. We ain't telling you that, you know, you can't put a price on happiness. So if that's whatever's gonna make you, by all means, if whatever if that's gonna make you happy, then but I'm I'm just saying that wasn't. No, we're running. We're we're just a part of those sons. We out here and stuff. I ain't saying that was my route, and I ain't saying that should that necessarily has to be anybody else's route. Right. Just know that behind it all, somebody making that money. Facts. (laughs) Somebody making that money. Facts. You gotta give that. You gotta turn over that money to someone else. Somebody else is getting that money. I know that's right. Like I said, we're just we're just two guys and stuff that are talking. You know, we are gonna get cussed. You know, I get cussed. We gonna get mm-hmm. we have a stern discussion and stuff, whatever. Because we're like, oh, men just look at things like that. Because like, I got, I remember I got, I got a thing and stuff, whatever. Where I had a few tasks to do for my wedding. Yeah. And all the above. And I'm like, other than that, I'm just here to show up. And I heard my boy who's about to get married. Yeah. He's like, I'm just there to show up, like in a suit, whatever, right? And then they're like, oh, that's so great about being a man when a woman does all that type of stuff, whatever, right? I was like, I was like, yo, but listen, man, my wife did all the all the planning. I, you, I just, just showed up. I just showed up in the. I just showed up in the suit. <laughs> I think. I think the 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 biggest <laughs> coordination I did was getting my son and all the groomsmen mm. to the fitting. <laughs> <laughs> the try on the suits that was it yo okay let me ask you this man besides the marriage thing what's the most amazing thing about being a man hmm oh this is a good one because there's a lot of shit stuff that comes with being a man what so, so to, to you remember, remember that Gillette commercial yeah, yeah yo toxic masculinity like there's a lot of shit storm, but like, there's some good things about being a man. But just give me one. Um. Wow, this is all. This one's hard, Marv. Yo, Doug, I didn't ask you for a kidney, my man. No, you asking for a kidney? 
Shit. You asking for a kidney, man, because I, if if I'm to look at it right this in this day and age, it might be better being a woman, bro. <laughs> Let's face it. Yo, anyhow, here you play some Shania Twain in your whip, we're going to have a problem. Let's face it, man. They got the better jobs. They got the better education. They got the leeway when it comes to certain shit. I think the best thing about being a woman is of his tits. My personal opinion. Your personal opinion? Because, look, your face would be like this. That's the first time you ever see titties. Yeah. It'd be like, after 66,000 times of seeing titties. It's the same type of face. It's the same type of face? It doesn't matter what... Cause even I think like the only thing might turn you off and stuff whatever like you see like some granny titties and stuff like whatever they might be super sad but you still will look. It's gonna, you're just gonna treat like you know raisins in the sun. Well, other than no pun intended, but <laughs> <laughs> well, other than the income gap, what is the greatest advantage that we have over over female counterparts right now in this day and age? There's a few. There's a few. <clears throat> All right. To the young kings out there. Yeah. This includes you, Smooth. Yeah. To, to right. all the lay it on me. Lay it on me. Lay it on To all the kings out there. You are great. Okay? Oh, 100%. You are great. Well, I, I ain't doubting that. You stand firm as a man. You do what you uh, do. I'm not doubting I that. I, as another man, appreciate yeah. another man taking care of his shit. Okay. Even if he's with a woman and stuff and she's still holding it down. Yeah. You still playing your position and you're okay. still there for that woman. 100%. Take care of that shit. Okay. But the greatest thing about being a man to me is yeah. standing up while you piss. Okay? Because <laughs> I can piss and walk backwards and call it a day. Listen, man. Sometimes I hate standing. Sometimes I feel like I want to sit down on the You are the cost of a moment in your life. That's what I think you are right now. The Shania Twain was one thing and now this right Sometimes here. I don't feel like standing on this. Sometimes I want to sit down and say, listen, man. What's I'm going to call it a day. Let me sit down and take this piss. No, but I realize the older I get, regular task. They seem tedious now. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. walk. I still, I, I, I still love walking, but sometimes I like I might look at some things like, yo, I got to walk even further. Like, say if I'm in a grocery store, yeah. and like, yo, sorry, this line is closed. You got to go down there. Fuck, that's a long distance. It's not really, but it, it, like, it makes In your it mind, a, it in is. In my mind, whatever. In your you know? mind. You, you, you ever watch those TV shows where dude look down the hallway, and then the hallway just get longer? longer? Yeah. Me. 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 Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, man, but like, I I know for a fact the stuff for that because a lot of men, a lot of men don't feel like they're you know they're appreciating stuff for that. Like I remember a guy, a guy older head told me, you can't argue with a woman. I'm like, I never want to argue with a woman. I want to have a conversation with a woman. If I'm arguing with a woman, that's not the woman I should be be with. with. No, one hundred percent. Right? Like I have a conversation with a woman, and the man said like, you're not supposed to do that. He's like, so what are you supposed to do? He's like. Men have whiskey. <laughs> I was like, yo. He's like, drink your whiskey. And shut it. your mouth. Shut your mouth. I was like, well, damn. But, yo, like, we're out here and we appreciate all the men out there, you know, big, small, young, tall, all the above, gay, straight. We appreciate you, man, from the particle Sunside. Because we got men to raise. Listen, and ex- especially if you're, you're out there Making a difference, holding your own, and making a difference. Absolutely. Now, if you if if you're out there and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing as a man, then I I really can't I can't salute yeah, you. Yeah, but I then, can't salute you. But then you have those you know they always have those two types. I always tell people and stuff that there's ordinary men, then there's extraordinary men. Yeah. Right. So I mean, you decide where you want to sit on that spectrum. Well, I'm gonna be in the league of the extraordinary men. Exactly. Okay. 
Uh, I'm gonna get to some real shit, real thing in a week and stuff. We're on the marriage dance for for a minute. What's more important, who you know or what you know? Because a lot of people and stuff, whatever, feel like they know it all. I had to tell somebody the other day and stuff, whatever. You're not smart. Your phone is smart. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you can Google something and stuff, or you got good internet connection and stuff that don't make you smart. But people feel like what they know is the key to life. Huh? But then you have those moments and stuff, whatever, like, I don't know you, but you know me. And I might own a bar and stuff, whatever. You're like, hey, I'm such and such. I'm his friend. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, I haven't seen him in a minute, whatever. You know what? Here's a drink, man. Here's a freebie on the house. Cause you know such and such. Yeah. So that's a what you like who you know. What you think? I'm gonna have to go with who you know. Why? Because what you don't know, you can always learn. Profound. That was prolific. You know understand what I'm saying? So look at it this way, right? Two people come in for a job, mm. right? One person knows the ins and job, the ins and outs of the job. Right. The other person doesn't. Right. Right? But the other person who doesn't know the ins and outs of the job mm. knows somebody that already works for the company. Mm. That person who already works for the, the, the company, vouches for your character. Says, yo. We already know what he's about. That dude may not, he, he might, may not know the ins and outs of the job. But he's willing to learn. But he's solid. He's a solid dude. He's going to show up to work every day. He's going to do the ones and twos. Everything else, we can teach him. So you're like, all right. Fair enough, because you know that person is solid. You don't know if that other, you know that person knows the job, this, Absolutely. that, and the third, but Absolutely. you don't know if that person is solid or not. So you willing to take the, who you willing to take the chance on? You willing to take the chance on somebody who's solid? Because I don't care what it is that you know, mm-hmm. when you get that job, they're going to train you on that job. <laughs> True. Because... What you may know may not be specific for that, company. How, for that company or how they do things. Yeah, yeah. So, so they still got to train you on how they do things. Absolutely. Well, they can train anybody on how they do things. Yeah, they just, they just hope you got the basic mechanics. If you got the basic to mechanics. To get the job done, right. Listen, I was watching this thing on um, Dr. CB the other day. Okay. Right? He had a job as an engineer for 10 years. Mm. Never went to school, never opened a book. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. The last job that he held as an engineer, you know how he got hired? He knew somebody. No. He got hired because the boss was curious. How does somebody who never went to school, never picked up a book, Becomes an engineer. And he was like, well, I learned on the job. So the boss hired him, expecting him to fail. And he didn't. And he didn't. But that's because life is experience is the greatest teacher. 
somebody asked me this long time ago, and I, I still couldn't answer it and stuff. They said if you have two martial artists, yeah, you have a six degree black belt, and say it'll say karate, and you have a man that just goes around the world just traveling, just a street fight. Who's a better fighter? Hmm. I, th- I would say the man who goes around the world and just street fights. I said that too because he's getting a variation of different styles, different formats exactly. and stuff like that. And the experiences. Exactly. Exactly. When that person and stuff, whatever, with the formal training and stuff, whatever, they just know that world. They just know that world. And who's to say who you coming up against with is coming to fight you and with that, formal with exa- the formal training. Exactly. <laughs> with what you learned that was formal. Right? Exactly. But then somebody said like when you it's kinda like um I guess if you perfect something. Yeah. What the person says it was kinda like if if you perfect something, like say if like that school had this one killing technique and stuff where it'd take you like ten years to learn. Right. And you come to that eleven year mark when you when the street fighter and that person that was the clash, he might just finish off the street fighter and stuff in like one go. This is true. So, who is the better fighter? When you said that, yeah, with the CB thing, because I never seen what you what you saw, right? I want to say with the street fighter this time. For years, I always been debating and stuff, whatever. Like you know, yeah, the thing because. You can have somebody who's trained and learned something and stuff, and they learn a technique, like an engineer. Right. They can learn the formal schooling of being an engineer, and they just know that this type of machine breaks down this type of way. Yeah. So they do preventative things to know for a fact that when it breaks down, it's not missing a beat. Yes. Yes. And that took formal and experience in their world to get to that level. Well, I'll even... I'll take the, I'll take the same... I'll take I'll take the same engineer, mm-hmm. right? And I'll put it in the realms of of music, right? Mm. Right now, if you look at some of the top producers, producers, recording, mix, sound engineers, some of the, the best ones right now today who are doing majority of the work have no formal school never went to school for it mm-hmm. they just hung out in studios watched and learned from other people doing it you understand this is what who they know it's who it's who they know it was like yo, yo come here let me show you some things you know what i mean this is how i do it mm-hmm. so they just pick up how they doing it they they're, they're learning from the master they're not learning from somebody who says, okay, this is what how the book says to do it. For years, the argument was what was better, someone going to university or someone going to college, right? Mm-hmm. And more often than not, it was a person going to college because the person going to the college was getting the hands-on experience. In university, you don't get hands-on? You, you, you get it, but it's more, of, it's more theory than anything else. Both sides, to me, has theory. Both sides has theory, but you put in college, you put more of that that theory to practicality. Whereas in university, you'll get some of the, you'll get some of the practicality, but not as much, I believe. Now it may not be for all disciplines, right? But for certain disciplines, for certain for certain disciplines, right? And with that being said, you know. 
you come out of university and you have all the all this book knowledge, but some people who you know who were in college have all, have all the practical knowledge in the world. So now they're just a, a, just slightly ahead of you. I, I always give this example. When I went to school to become an, an audio engineer, mm. I can honestly tell you I only went to school to be an audio engineer to get the paper that right. says I'm an audio engineer. Right. Right? And along with that paper came specific terms that I may have never knew before. Right. I knew in theory what it does, like, right? So, for instance, a potential a potentiator, I think that's I think that's how you say it. Say you it. think? I, you, listen, you need a new certification of you. No, 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 no. That's the, the that's the word I'm thinking. Okay. If I'm I may not be pronouncing it properly. Okay. Put it that way, right? It simply means a knob that increases the volume. <laughs> well shit. I knew what knob to turn to increase the volume. Right. I just did not know that was, was the, the term. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of these things that I went to school for, I already had the knowledge of. Gotcha. I just didn't know the proper termina- the, the terminology of it. And if someone was to ask me, in that, if someone in that realm was to ask me to say, well, boy, you know what you're doing? And I say yes, they may have not believed me. But if I showed them the piece of paper that says, hey, I went to school for all of this shit, now they want to believe in the piece of paper that I have. You you understand what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things, man. It's just one of those things. Okay, man. Gotcha. Let's get to the question of the week. I like fucking with people with this question of the week thing now. I realize certain type of things I say do spark World War III. Or incite a few people and stuff for that, and I'm with the shits. Yeah, because I mean, it's we, we ain't asking you yes or no answers. There's no right or wrong. There's with no these right questions. or wrong. No so right that, or wrong. So that's what leads to it. No right or wrong. Question to you now. Question of the week: Would you rather yourself to win fifty thousand dollars, or your best friend to win? Five hundred thousand dollars, half a million. Hmm. I'm gonna say my best friend winning five hundred thousand. Why? Because you got a solid fucking friend. Yeah, I tell you why. Cause my best friend. Knows me well enough mm-hmm. that even when he turns around and gives me a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something with that hundred thousand that's still gonna benefit him. So whether I open up a business, whether I do this, that, and the third, right, 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 I'm gonna turn around and say, "Yo, listen, this is what I did with the hundred thousand. You know, I set up a little one and ones and twos. Yo, I think me and you could do something with our, what I'm doing over here mm. to make us some more money." That's good. I'm gonna say me myself. I'm gonna say same thing, best friend. Yeah. Because if I'm gonna say myself, 
I would want to give my best friend off the 50 the, racks. Exa- exactly. But my thing and stuff is that now the cake is up is all in his ball court. Yeah. And I know for a fact he'll have my best intentions always at heart. Yeah. So it'll come down to that. To that. I'm not asking for half. He has obligations. He has wife. Yeah, he has, 100%. He has his own life 100%. To live and all the above. But he knows that I'm in his thoughts and vice versa. He's in my thoughts. Yeah. And that's what the same thing. It's gonna come back and stuff with it to him, regardless. Whatever, if yeah. I was a winning all the above, yeah. But I collected data on this question before I even posed it. And when I thought about it, a lot of people said themselves they ran 50, 50 grand. Now, what do you think that what what do you think that lends itself to? Do you think that lends itself to just straight up? Um, they got th- shit friends. They're they're fucked up people. They're the they're, they're, they're character. Not, I'm not, not, I'm, when I say it like that, I'm not meaning to judge, but you yeah. have to look within yourself to answer this type of question and say to yourself, whatever, if I can't say my best friend to win that much money and, and my best friend to at least break me off, even if it's five grand, even yeah. if they give you five grand, yeah. you can't look within yourself to say, yo, you're happy enough that your friend got it. Well, but okay, but that's what I'm saying. Shit friends or selfishness? Selfishness. I'm going to go with selfishness for 500, Alex. I, I would have to go with selfishness. You understand? Because if you're looking at it from a, from, from a perspective of your friend coming into that, that so much money, right? Mm. And you can't, you can't look at it as even with your friend coming into so much money, even if he don't, even, let's say even if he gave you five grand, Right? Mm. If you know that's your bona fide boy, and if that's really your bona fide boy, when he gives you that 500 grand, he ain't even looking at you to spend that 500 grand. Not when you're around with him and he got another 400 and. We living. We living. We living. My world, we living. If I give you. Even if I, like, if I want like that, that type of money or something like yeah. whatever. And I give you a change of stuff for them. I'm like, yo, this is for you and your world and all the above. And if we go anywhere and stuff, and I'm not looking at you like, <clears throat> hello, nigga. Yeah. I know. You some of that money I give yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got right? it. And that's what I'm looking at. You know, when you pose that question to me and I'm I'm thinking of my, my best friend for over 30 odd years. Mm. I know he gonna rock with me like that, mm-hmm. and I know I'm gonna rock with him like that. Versus me winning, me winning fifty, he getting some change out of my fifty. Facts. So what's more better, me winning fifty and he getting some change that's gonna be small, or him winning the the five hundred thousand and him giving me some change, bro, bro, got, which got, is gonna be probably maybe more likely bigger than the fifty. Brother, I got two cases to tell you and stuff. The one there's one case where I knew a girl, her and dude broke up. Yeah. No, right before they broke up and stuff, whatever, he won money. He won a nice piece of lotto thing, whatever, right? Mm, yeah. And he dumped her. He dumped her and stuff, whatever, so she wanted to get a piece and stuff off of it, whatever. He felt a type of way. Yeah. He offered to take her out to dinner. Yeah. He took her out to dinner and stuff, whatever. And he got her a check of, let's say, 10 grand. So he's, he's paying for dinner. Right. And he slid her a check of 10 grand. Because they were boyfriend and girlfriend and stuff for like three years. Yeah. She ripped up the check. She said, for all she's been through with him and stuff for the 10 grand is nothing. Right? Right. And the man got up and walked out. And I said, and somebody's like, I fully side with her and stuff for 10 grand. So I'm like, 
Low expectation, high rewards. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have to give you shit considering the fact her. that he already walked out of your he damn didn't life. He had to give her jack. Zero. Nada. Zilch. Zilch. That's what I'm saying. But he still took it upon himself to cut the check with the CTC yeah. and give it a 10 racks and she just ripped it up and stuff with her. He's like, all right, screw it then. Called it a day. Left it. Then I know a friendship situation and stuff where the person came up with some money stuff like another thing like that. Yeah. And the friend, say the friend offered 40 grand. He offered, the, the, the one woman offered the other friend 40 grand. Like this is, and she's like, but we've been friends for forever and all you turned to give me and stuff is 40 grand? That's not our friend. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. Not a friend of my world. Not a friend in the basic world. So, mm-hmm. that's it. That's what I said. It's a question that just speaks on the moral, morals, principle, and character of the individual. Who, how they answer. Yeah. And, 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 and the type of friendships they keep. Yeah. And if you're a person that you don't rock with anybody and stuff, whatever, then take that 50 grand and skip off in the sunset. Indeed. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's another story. You know yeah. what I mean? If you... You don't, you don't, you don't, don't mess with someone. Yeah. yeah, then you take the 50. You don't mess with nobody. You mess, you know, you go home, you go you home, rock out chill. The sunset. That's, yeah. that's it, man. That's it. But I'm, you know, I'm telling you, man, listen, my, my friend with 500 G's, I'm, I'm smiling because I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even smiling for the fact that I'm going to get something. I'm smiling for the fact that he, he got something. Yeah, you, somebody you know. See that, yeah, man. That somebody I know got, got something, man. Yeah, man. And it's it's like, yo, and I know the type of person that I, I rock with. So it's, he ain't going to leave me out in the cold. And even if he did, then, that, yo, that's, that. I mean, that's it. That's his prerogative. All right, man. We on the Ask the Sons portion of the show. Ask Ten- the Sons. Tensai Senpai. What's the biggest or largest land animal you could best up in a hand-to-hand combat with no weapons? Hmm. The biggest? I'm going to have to say a sloth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to say a sloth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say a sloth, too. I, I don't want to just... But let me pick another animal. You want to pick another animal? Um, I'm going to say what? No, with bare hands and stuff, whatever. Koala. Koala? Koala. Mm. They, move, they move slower. They move slower than they a sloth? They move slow. They, well, no, sloth is just super yeah, well, slow. Yeah, yeah. Super yeah, slow. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm gonna take, that's yeah. what I'm going to take on a sloth. Super slow. But I think a koala and stuff, whatever, that's like the biggest and stuff, whatever. And they get to a good size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get, get to a good size. size and stuff, whatever. Because at first I was like, a cat? Sheep? You know, but like, no, there's some vicious cats out here in these streets. Yeah. You know, they look kind of psycho and stuff. Whatever. I mean, even the sloth, they got some claws on they them. They dance. But it's going to move a little I mean, slow, Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. I mean, you got you, yeah. you dodge a little bit, eat some dinner, come back, you know what I mean? Give right. them one, two. <laughs> and you're good. Give them an ultra combo. Um, PB31 underscore how can subs on Twitter like as black Twitter are openly racist and still be up that's a valid question because if you got the white if you got like white supremacist type of subs and stuff they'll shut that shit down yeah 
Like even if there's some of them go too much on the Trump rhetoric, yeah, they'll shut it down. But Black Twitter was still pumping. They'll be in there like white devils and everything like that. I, I, cause cause we we quick to pull the, the reverse racism card. Oh, that's, we were in that's slavery. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah like, that's, that, we, that's true. That, that's we quick and people are afraid of that. Yeah, because like when they say, how can how can the um what is it? How can the less power like how can something? I can always fuck fuck up the phrase. I don't like using it, but they're saying like. It's kind of like how can black people be racist? Yeah, yeah. How can how can we be racist? How can it be racist? Oh, we can be racist as hell, man. Black. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We can be racist as hell, man. I don't. Exactly. I, I never understood that one, but yeah. How, it's how is it's how can those with no power be racist? Yes, yes. There you go. Yeah, there that, you go. that's that's what they always that say. It. Yeah, that's what they always say. Cool, cool. Um, final question. Holy Waffle Crusader. I kind of like that name. Holy Waffle Crusader? That sounds like I need to be at, like, like, um, I hop or something. Yeah, like I, mean, that. I need to be like, I hop yeah. that nigga. Does saying your own name sounds weird to you? It does. Slightly, slightly. But I think most of the time, if I run it, like, my name is Marvin. So most of the time when I run to another Marvin, yeah. I always look at them as Marvins, yeah. and I'm still marvelous. You still marvelous. Like the the joke was one of my boys when he got married, his people and like when someone dude walked up on me quietly, he's like, "Oh, so you're Marvin, part two. I'm like, "No, no, no, no. In the end, there can only be one. You could be Marvin. I'll always be marvelous. And the guy just kind of quiet his mouth and kind of just scurried off back to his corner and stuff, whatever. So I'm like, where you going? Come back, Marv. So, like, <laughs> so it felt like in a way I was, I was beating up on myself. Yeah, yeah. But I just kind of made peace with it. But yeah, I, I'm I'm different from any other Marv you might meet. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if it, it it'll sound weird to me because I mean, first and foremost, I probably only call my own name when I'm asked. What's your name? Yeah. Other than that, I don't, I don't really see my... Unless, like the example you gave, unless it's somebody else who has the same name as... Well, that's what I'm saying. Me. Like, when you run into those and people... And I gotta call that person now. Does, does it feel weird to you? Nah. No, nah. It, nah, it doesn't feel weird to me. Gotcha, gotcha. It don't feel weird to me. Cool, cool. We're on the So Say The Sons. So Say The Sons this week. <clears throat> Opportunity only greets those... Who are ready to say hi. Yeah, so, I, I agree. So say the sons, man. So say the sons. Yeah, man, because a lot of people and stuff, whatever, they're not ready. I feel like a lot of people and stuff, whatever, they claim they're ready. And then when opportunity and stuff comes to them and stuff, whatever, they have nothing to say. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole, when opportunity knocks, you answer it. But some people and stuff, they're not ready for opportunity to knock. No, not at all. No, not at all. They just... Talk about it. You know, there's certain situations you find. Do you find yourself maybe in a situation where the opportunity is there, but you may feel awkward in taking it? No. No? No. Okay. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why. Because with me, there was a time and stuff, whatever. I looked at when... Offers and certain type of things that were offered to me. Yeah. And let's say they were intended to be offered or I wanted it to be intended to offer to like someone else. I look at it stuff as that. How do I use this to benefit both of us? Right. So you get what I'm saying? So like if I get an opportunity and stuff, whatever, I don't know. To say like, 
they want me to be a particle stripper instead of a particle son. Right. Whatever. Right? And I'm still going to run with the particle name. How does this benefit you? Because hmm. it's both of us. We in it together. So I got to look at it and stuff as that. Like, you know what? The offer didn't come to you, but it came to me. So now I got to use this and milk this stuff for both of us. So right, I, right. I'm, I'd rather be broke together than rich alone. That's just me. That's just how I operate. That's the realm I operate in. I'll get it. The reason why I ask this question is because, I mean, you know, I, I do the Battle of the Beatmakers thing, right? Mm. Um, so in doing so, I run into a lot of named famed producers. Mm. And, you know, they do their thing. They're already they're already at the level where they're at, right? right? Now, I produce. Correct. Right? I have my little ones and twos and things, right? Now, I'm always on... I'm always in the the belief that I keep doing... If I keep doing what I'm doing, I forge through... I'll get to where I'm going. Right? Don Quixote. I'll get to where I'm going, right? Now, there's... there's been situations, and I won't say who the producers are, but there's been situations where I've had a certain producer or producers in my vehicle taking them to and fro the Battle of the Beatmakers competition. Okay. Right? Now, they're there for a specific purpose, which is to listen to beats and judge beats. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times when they're not doing that, they just want to shut down. Right. Right. So you can imagine the ride to there, to the to the spot and back to the hotel. I get what you're saying. So you're saying so you you in that process, the opportunity stuff, should you play your own shit in that in that ride? In that process <clears throat> now. I think no, because I think the human aspect stuff will come and kick in. Yeah. Whatever, right? Because at the end of the day and stuff, whatever. The human moral thing stuff is you know they're just trying to decompress right in between type of places and stuff whatever because of the world that they're they're in on the realm they're in right right I think you doing that what if you were to go that route and stuff whatever you're not being considered of the human aspect right, of the individual right right you're right, looking right. more so like for itself which is okay look for itself whatever yeah but at what cost yeah. Because if it's at the cost of somebody and stuff, whatever, not getting the time to decompress and everything, whatever, they're looking at like, bro, bro, just any other time and stuff, whatever. If that be the case and stuff, whatever, let your personal social media or a specific social media or outlet or plug and stuff, whatever, or a business card, yeah. reflect that. Reflect that. Re- whatever, reflect right? That, yeah. that, that's your realm and stuff, yeah. whatever, right? Because some like, people be like, yo, you have someone so on the call, why don't you do this? Why don't you yeah. do that? I mean, and I'm like, but I got, always got to put myself in that person's shoes. Right. right? And I'm thinking in and the that's, mind. That's human. Yeah, yeah. That's human. Because you're like, do unto others, you would have undone to you. Right, right. That's right. a human thing. Yeah. The dirtbag, selfish thing is something that been like, yo, check this out. And then when the beats are playing, you like that? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, but here's the flip side to, okay, so here, I'm going to give you the flip side to that, right? Mm. So, again, one of the producers, I ain't going to name their names, mm. right? This was like maybe months after the competition had passed, right? Mm. But I still had they I still had the contacts because, you know, you know, being the, the chauffeur of one of the tools, you gotta call them, see when they're ready, so you can pick them up. And I seen the numbers, and I was like, yo, let me hit this person up. So I, you know, 
out of the blue, I sent this person a message to say, listen, I don't, know if, I don't know if you remember me. It's been a few months, but I was the dude, you know, I was chauffeuring you around and, and so forth. Right. I produced this, that, and this, that, and the third, but at the time, I didn't want to approach you because I understood what the situation of you were You, you said were it in the one text? In, in, in the text. In that same text? In the, in the, in the same text, right? That's wrong. That's, that was wrong? How that was it? wrong. How, how would you have done Um I subscribe to Art of Charm. My mom told me and stuff, whatever. Yeah. She said, with this technology thing, is, it's easier for people to be charming, but she doesn't understand how people lose the point from being human and charming. Yeah. I haven't spoken to you in like forever. Right. Right? Yeah. I'm going to drop you a text. Yeah. I'll drop you a text just to see what up. Just make sure you're still kicking and breathing. So let's say if you're my last person and stuff, whatever, I ship the text messages to whatever. Yeah. If I go to like the very last person and stuff, whatever, there, you go from the last to the top. Right. Okay. So now you go to the top and everything. I'm like, yo, just kicking and breathing. Make sure you're all good and everything like that. Yeah. Hope, hope all is well. You remember me? I'm the dude that took you from to and fro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, right? Right. How they respond and everything like that and everything. Say two, three weeks later, then come at them. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of people and stuff that look at and stuff that when people come at them, it's always that they want something. Mm. You probably went several places and stuff and you have random strangers coming up to you like, oh shit, what's going on? Excuse me, sir, you have time to donate to da da da? Yeah. They're not coming at you on a human thing. Yeah. To see how you're doing first or what kind of state of mind you might be in in that day. Right. Because they might, and that day you drop the text message and stuff, it might be a catastrophic time to be like, look at this, another person and stuff want a damn favor. Yeah. I think the only reason why I took the approach to to how I did it was be, was simply because, first and foremost, outside of the competition, mm. you don't know me. From, you don't know me from 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 whatever. Exactly. So, so be, it would be kind of odd if I hit you up like today to to kind of figure out what you're doing. No, but I mean it's all in the realm of good timing. Like you don't you some people just don't know the the time of good timing and stuff like whatever. But. Yeah. You're not gonna let it sway. I mean, you didn't let it wait for a year. You still wait. You wait yeah. for it in a decent time and stuff, whatever. So at least the imagery of you can still pop up in a person's head. Well, I mean, the, the, in all fairness, dude, re, he responded mm. and he's like, he's like, cool. Um, send it to my IG. You know, send me stuff to, to my IG. So I said, work. Thank you for taking the time. I'm gonna send it to your IG. So I sent it to his IG. He's like, listen, I sent it to the IG whenever you got a chance. Yeah. Run it, run it, run it. And I ain't never heard a peep. I don't know. I I, I kept that IG messenger to see if he's ever looked at it, pushing <laughs> and hoping and waiting. But like I said, it depends. Like you don't know the the realm that yeah. they're in at that time. And and again, mm-hmm. what our fame our, our 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 favorite thing is low expectations. Low expectations, high so reward. I wasn't expecting Expecting anything to come out of it. Facts. At the same time, I said, you know what? Now I think is the time to take that opportunity. Yeah. Right. So I took the opportunity. You took so, the opportunity. So, so, so basically saying, listen, at the time where I could have forced you to listen to it because you were in my car. Yeah, you were in my you, car. You, you, you couldn't go anywhere. Absolutely. So I would have played you and you would have had to sit in the car and listen to it. I didn't want to do it like that. Yeah, I the, rather, human, the human side of you. The human there. side of me saying, nah, it's better if. I ask him outside of that that element, mm. and then kind of take it from there, and that's basically what I did. But I, you know, I'm, I'm I looked at it as the opportunity was there, and I took it. Yeah, I didn't take it right away, but I took it. 
No, but that's what I'm saying. You're willing to say hi. You really, really say hi. The opportunity was there. And you still had the opportunity stuff even after the months and stuff, whatever, right? Oh, yeah. Two months. Yeah, so the opportunity was still there. 100%, man. 100%. And yeah. there's, and, and, and listen, as I mentioned that to you, there's producers that who I know who are in, are in the game, and we have regular conversations. Mm. It's not, you know, I wouldn't say it's, you know, I don't, you know, we don't pick up the phone and we don't call each other and stuff like that, but whenever we're at events, we be bucks because they know who I am. I know who they are, mm. right? They just don't know outside of what I do for the Battle of the Beatmakers that I actually make beats. So they make sure you give them the IG. Well, here's the thing. It's to the point where the conversation is so good that I could, I could most likely say to them, I say, yo, you mind listening to a few things? And they will say, sure. Sure. Because it's not, it's so, because now they, they know me. Mm. And it's they've never been pressured for me, right, to listen to anything, right. It's always been oh you know because I'm saying now it's a human aspect. Yeah, the, the, hum- the human the human aspect of stuff is already gone. Yeah, you've already dealt with the human aspect yeah, of stuff forever. Dealt right? with. That's what I'm saying. Like if I'm begging you for change and stuff whatever, I'm like, how's your day? You look nice today. Da da da. You're more imposed. And then after I say like, you have a you have a spirit loony and stuff to to, to spirit whatever. Yeah. Compared to like, excuse me, I've changed. Yeah, yeah. Who are you more likely to get money to? Right, right. You're right. You're right. Let's get into the human side and stuff, whatever. Like, I, I got another associated son, but I'll drop that on another show. Yeah. But we'll leave that to them. We'll leave that to them. So, once again, everybody, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between stupidity and genius, that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Y'all be nice to people out there. Be nice to people out there. Be nice to the sons, man. Whatever you're listening to this, whether it be Spotify, whether it be iTunes, whether it be SoundCloud, listen, you know they got they they got their little like buttons and they got their comment sections, man. So like us, leave us a comment. Let us know that we are doing the good deed for y'all out there and providing you with much needed content and much needed laughter and much needed things to think about, man. And we will continue to do the same. We'll continue to bring what we feel is, you know, some some of the some of the stuff that, you know, plights not only our community, but, you know, others as well. You know, what I mean, we we're, we're just here to just entertain ourselves, which in turn entertains you. That's, that's all we doing. That's all we doing. Yeah, that's all we doing. All right. All right. Base. Base. The particle signs with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. Sofa King Marvelous. Sofa King Marvelous.